This is The Mudroom, on Common Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson, parenting effectiveness coach and child behavior strategist. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers and preschoolers more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Hi, everyone. How is everyone this evening? Before we get going, I want to welcome all of our new ParentAbility families. We have 29 new families in total so far. I am so excited. We've already hit the ground running. Parents are starting to implement. We're starting to get some aha moments already. I am just so tickled, y'all. Just so tickled. Okay, so tonight we're talking about the four things you should be doing Now, if you want well-behaved kids. First, let me introduce myself. My name is Alana Robinson, and I'm a parenting effectiveness coach. I help parents of toddlers and preschoolers understand why their children are misbehaving and how to fix it without yelling, shaming, or using timeouts. Carissa, yay! I'm so glad that you're loving parentability so far. It makes me so happy. (laughs) I just... Okay, I'm not going to go on a tangent. I'm just so happy. <laughs> so the first thing that you should be doing if you want well-behaved kids is to ask yourself why and why now. Not like, why do I want well-behaved kids now? Because obviously we all want well-behaved kids. I'm talking about like in regards to their behavior. Why and why now? Children, especially young children, Don't display behaviors because they lay awake at night going, how can I drive my parents up the wall tomorrow? Behavior is communication. Always. Okay? Even if that reason seems completely asinine to you. Even if that reason isn't immediately apparent. And even if they can't tell you what that reason is. Behavior is communication. So why is this happening? And why is this happening now? You're rarely going to have quick answers to this, unfortunately, but it always surprises me how many parents know the answer and dismiss it out of hand because it can't be that, right? Like my child can't be melting down at a picnic because he's tired. He just had a long nap. My child can't be refusing to do something because he doesn't know how. He's done it before. My child can't be goofing around because this activity is stressful for him. He wants to do it. In fact, I'd go so far as to say that if you feel the urge to say it can't possibly be this for X reason, that reason is partially probably at play. So why and why now? Why are they stressed? And why now? Hey, Corey. Okay. So second is teach them what to do. I know that I'm repeating myself and I don't care. Everybody on planet earth has not yet gotten the memo telling them to not deal with their stress the way that they are does not immediately and innately communicate to them what they ought to do instead. And as I've said before, I get why this is difficult. Because often they don't know, you don't know what you'd prefer them to do, right? You just know that you don't want them to do what they're currently doing. But if you refer to the first thing I just told you about, (laughs) asking why and why now, 
you'll have a much better idea because you'll know what they're actually trying to accomplish, even if the way that they're going about it makes absolutely no sense to you. So it's much easier to redirect them or teach them what to do and actually have it stick. Like using the example of your child goofing off, even though he wants to do an activity and you've determined the why and why now is because he really wants to do the activity, but he's maybe not comfortable with a new group of people and he doesn't seem to know how to integrate with that group. So he's being a goof off to cover his shyness. Well, then the things that you need to teach him to do are calm himself down, introduce himself and initiate play right? Things make a lot more sense when you ask why and why now, and then you try and figure out how to teach them what to do. Hey, Erica! Thing number three is to build underlying skills. (laughs) Again, not new information. Having weak executive functioning skills is stressful, okay? Just across the board. doesn't matter if you're a child or an adult or a teenager or a senior, having weak executive functioning skills is stressful. It's like asking someone to use a dull saw to cut a piece of wood. It's going to take a lot more energy and effort than if you give them a nice sharp one that goes through wood like butter, right? If you've got dull executive functioning skills, it's going to take a lot more energy and effort if they're, than if they're strong, right? And using them as like second nature. The stronger they are, the less energy they take to use, the more energy that they have to get through the day, and the less unacceptable behavior you see. It's a pretty simple equation, but that doesn't mean that it's easy, right? Building skills is a lot of work. When you don't know how to build them, it can be downright overwhelming. So that's why thing number four is really important. Thing number four is actively seek out and engage with a support system. I know, believe me, I know. As a parent, it feels really vulnerable and almost shameful to actively seek out support, be that casual or professional for your child's behavior. Believe me, I get it. As much as I intellectually understand the benefits of getting support, I personally often resist it for a long time. I didn't seek out support with my PTSD until it was like beating me over the head with how it was hurting everyone around me. I really do get it. It's a scary step, but it's also the most courageous one that you can possibly take. That moment when you go, I'm not handling this well on my own and I need help is also the moment that you acknowledge that supporting yourself is supporting your child. And that can be a really tough mental leap. But I also know that once you take that step, you've already done the hardest part. So one of my existing students, Ariella, she said to me that being in parentability has helped her stop feeling like she needs to be the right kind of mom. She said that her mother noticed just how much less stressed she was within a couple weeks of her joining. Because all those superfluous, clicky, parenting-style titles are only necessary when you just don't know what's going on with your child. So you have to rely on these pseudo-cult-like parenting practices to feel like there's some cohesion to how you're raising your kid. When you truly understand how kids learn, 
how they grow, how they develop, you can make those choices for yourself from a place of empowerment and knowledge rather than fear and uncertainty. And that's always been my objective with parentability, to empower parents to be the experts on their own kids. And when they feel overwhelmed and stuck in their own heads and decidedly not like the expert on their own child, that they have somewhere safe and trusted and wildly supportive to turn to, talk it out, troubleshoot, tweak, and move forward again. When something doesn't go the way that you expected it to, which is like every day as a parent, to have a bunch of extra set of eyes on it to offer different perspectives, but not like, not like mommy groups perspectives (laughs) where, you know, everyone has these completely polar opposite views, right? We're all coming from a place of mutual understanding of the science, of the skills involved, of the importance of play and teaching, right? So everyone's offering different suggestions to meet the same goal. You know, like, hmm, could this be stressing him? Could that? How was, you know, his last impulse control score? Could that be weak and stressing him out? Whether something is bothering them. People, it's so important when you're having these conversations for somebody to be able to pick out the small things and be like, wait, you said that. What did you mean by that? Because often we give the most information in the most trivial way. And that's, that's it. We got you. We got you. And I think everyone needs that, whether it's parentability or a group of mom friends with similar experiences or, you know, like a facilitated play group or whatever. We all need a support system. If you're trying to parent your child in a vacuum, you're going to be stressed as shit, right? You are just going to be stressed to the hilt. And if you are stressed to the hilt, your kids are going to be stressed to the hilt too. So all of this is to say, if you can only take four things from me, let it be these. Find the root cause of the problem. Teach them how to fix the problem. Build the skills so that the problem doesn't happen again. And then find yourself a support system to lift you up when those first three things seem absolutely impossible and overwhelming. Okay? And parentability has been designed to help you fulfill all of those things in one fell swoop. And we would absolutely love to have you. (laughs) Thank you, Corey. I'm glad. (laughs) So that's it for me this evening. Short and sweet. Thank you so much for being here with me, everybody. If you have any questions about parentability, hit me. As I said, email me. My email address is alana at alanarobinson.com. It's very unique. (laughs) Very difficult to remember. You can email me. You can hit up my inbox, either my personal inbox or my business inbox. I check them both like hourly. (laughs) So, and as I said, I am so invested in my students' success. I am so, like, I want every single parent who comes through my program to feel like it is a life-changing event. And I will do everything that I can to try and make that happen for you. But the first thing that I do is make sure that I can actually help you. Like, I have a vested interest in making sure that you are successful. And that's not going to happen if I can't actually help you. So if you have questions about whether parentability is suitable for you, then hit me. 
I'm not going to tell you anything other than the absolute truth, because if you're coming into parentability, I want to make sure that you are going to knock it out of the park and that what parentability offers is what you and your kid need. Okay. Thank you so much for being here with me this evening, and I will see you again next week for another Uncommon Sense Parenting class. Have a good evening, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us every Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us on social. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.